Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck, and I'm so thankful that you have joined me this morning on the Joy FM. It's just so good to come together across the airway. Some of you may be listening on the Joy FM app. Some of you may be listening on the live stream on the alabama.thejoyfm.com. However you are listening to this, thank you for joining, and I just pray that you are having a good day. And this morning we are going to dive into the Word of God. I'm going to share a message that just comes from my heart from experiences this past week. I'm a very transparent person. I think that's important. And I think this message, I pray this message this morning, is going to encourage people who are going through some things that I've gone through this past week. And will also help those. Things may be going well right now, but something may happen in the near future. And you can think about the Word of God that is shared this morning, and it'll bring encouragement and strength. Before we get to the Word of God, let's go to God in prayer. Abba Father, we come to you in the precious, holy, wonderful, matchless name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to proclaim your gospel on the radio. Thank you, Father, for each person listening today. God, I pray this message will accomplish what you want it to. Lord, you tell us your word will accomplish what it sets out to do, and so I know that will happen today. Father, I pray that you bring joy in the midst of turmoil. You'll bring peace in the midst of just absolute craziness going on in somebody's life today. Father, I pray most of all, for salvation for those who have not given their lives to you, Lord Jesus. Let today be the day, I pray, that you just draw them in and they surrender to you. So, Father, we give you this time, and we thank you again for your Son, Jesus. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, and we ask you, Holy Spirit, now teach us, lead us, guide us into all your truths. And I pray, Father, that we will be doers of your word and not hearers only. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, last week, if you were listening, my Voice was really, really off from a cold that I had had and been coughing a lot. It's better this week. It's still not back to where it was, but praise God, my voice is coming back, and I just want my voice so I can proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and talk about his goodness, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I want to start off by asking you a question. Have you ever experienced the goodness of God? People often think about the goodness of God when material things come in, like somebody gives you a $100 bill, and you're like, Oh, praise God, he is so good to me. He has blessed me with a $100 bill. And that is a blessing. That's cool when that happens, isn't it? The goodness of God, though, shouldn't be looked at or tied to material things because it goes so much deeper than that. Because our God, he is good. He is merciful. He is love. He is all-powerful. And God will bless us with material things because he knows we need finances to do things, to pay the bills, to purchase food, and really the most important thing, is to be able to give to advance his kingdom. So I'm thankful for the blessings that God gives us. But the goodness I'm going to talk about today, the goodness of God that I'm talking about today is when we experience God's goodness as we're going through a tough time. Those times we go through when it's, life just all of a sudden changes in, in like a split second and your schedule gets totally thrown off. You have to reorganize, reevaluate your schedule you have to put things on the side that you enjoy doing to concentrate on the here and now in a, an emergency situation. So during those times, we have some choices we can make. We can say, hey, I'm just, I'm going to just wallow in self-pity and just feel sorry for myself. Or we can get mad at the situation. We can get mad at ourselves. We can get mad at other people. Or we can get mad at God. Or we can say, 
I'm going to look for the goodness of God in the middle of this bad situation. That last choice is the best choice. Looking for God's goodness in the midst of turmoil. Because if we just stop at any time during the day and stop and look, we can see God working in our lives. We can see his goodness. And when we do, we can experience his goodness and just be so thankful and so joyful even in the midst of a bad situation. Last week was a rough week. And I know I wasn't the only one who had a rough week because... We all go through rough weeks, don't we? Sometimes we have great weeks, and praise God for those moments. But praise God for the rough weeks, too, because if we look for his goodness, look for his mercy and his love in the midst of all that, we'll learn things. He'll teach us things. We'll grow in our walk with the Lord. And I like to tell people that, hey, if you're not going through something right now, just wait. Something will happen. (laughs) And I don't say that to demoralize anybody or to be a, a joy kill, but I say that because it's realistic. It's the truth. We live in a fallen world and life happens. Things come up that we sure didn't expect and definitely don't want, but it's life. And so things happen, but we can see God in the midst of it and he can make good come from it. So through bad, tough, trying times, we have to really reach out even more towards God. But also those of you who are going through good times, don't forget God. Give them thanks. Give them praise for the good week that you had, for the good day that you're having, for the blessings that he has given you. But life does happen, doesn't it? And we don't plan for the bad things. We don't, we don't want them to happen, in other words. It's like seven years ago when I, I almost died because of an infection. I sure didn't plan for that, <laughs> but it happened. And I experienced the goodness of God during that and had such a tremendous growth during that period. And my faith was built up in my God, in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My faith became stronger than ever. This past week, my wife and I went through a very trying time. And through it all, we experienced the goodness of God. And a piece of scripture from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, was so calming and reassuring to my heart as we were going through this week. And I want to share that scripture, and then I'm going to share what happened this week, because I want it to bring encouragement to you if you're going through something today, to see God in the midst of our struggles. But Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 reads, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will also help you. I will also uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, (laughs) such a powerful piece of scripture right there. When you are going through a tough time, read that. So this past week, actually started last Sunday, Martha and I took lunch over to my mother's house. And when we got there, she was in a lot of pain. Her left side was just really hurting her. And I asked her if she wanted us to take her to the hospital. Now, my mom does not like going to doctor's offices, hospitals. She doesn't like to take medicine. (laughs) And she hadn't been sick hardly at all during her life. So when she said yes, Martha and I both knew that she was really hurting. So we took her to Dale County Medical Center, and they were just so so wonderful to her and to us. And they uh, did a CAT scan, and they saw a 7-millimeter kidney stone. Now, my mom's 87 years old, and she has dementia. So a 7-millimeter kidney stone, that brings a a big old man like me down. (laughs) So this woman who weighs 98 pounds, that stone was hurting and they had to transfer to to Dothan to, because of the urologist is in Dothan. They didn't have one in Ozark. So we went through that, and they transported her to Southeast Health. The ER was great, and 
finally got her up into a room, and we were trying to explain things to her. But again, she has dementia, so that could be very hard to do. But as we were going through that, I didn't fear because I knew God was with me and with my mama. I wasn't afraid because Almighty God is my God. He's my Abba. He's my daddy. He strengthened and helped Martha and me, and he upheld us with his righteous right hand, just like he said he would in Isaiah 41.10. And through all the trying times, the no sleep, the hurting times, I saw and I experienced the goodness of God. And when everything started happening with my mom, of course, I prayed. And God, in that still, small voice that he speaks to us in so often, he spoke these two words into my heart at that moment. He said, trust me. And I said, I do, Father. What calming words that he gave me that night. Trust me. And I did, and I do. And I experienced the goodness of God a number of times during this past week. And I want to share some of that with you. Because, again, look for it. And you'll see it and you'll experience it. There were two nurses at Southeast Health that I experienced the goodness of God through, that my mom experienced the goodness of God through when she was hurting so bad. I want to say to Keisha and to Kristen, two nurses on the sixth floor, thank you. And I did thank them in person, and Martha and I prayed with them and just thanked them so much for being so wonderful to my mother because they, they were amazing. They exhibited the love and compassion that God has for those who are sick. I saw that in action through those two nurses. And Jesus says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 36, I was sick and you visited me. And those two nurses, they're precious, and they have a call on their lives. Because being a nurse, it's, it's not a job. It's a calling. And they are taking care of the sick and performing their calling very well. And Kadisha and Kristen, they really poured out the love and compassion of God on my mom. And even when Kadisha had to experience some of the worst of my mom's dementia at night, you know, we found out that anesthesia and dementia is not a good mix at all. But even through that, she still showed such love and compassion for my mother. Not at one time getting mad at her and just kept loving her and kept taking care of her. And it was just so beautiful and brought such joy and comfort to mine and Martha's hearts during this trying time. And before my mom was dismissed, I'm an emotional guy, so I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> Before she was dismissed from discharge from the hospital, God gave me a glimpse. He showed me a glimpse of my mother that I've always known and I have always seen. Because my mom, she's always showed love and compassion towards others. I learned that from her and my dad as well. They showed me love and, and how to love others. Because my mom, she loved her students when she taught for 39 years, and I saw that. I saw her love for my friends whose parents didn't love them. And through so many years, 20-some-odd years with love and action, I've seen my mom serving Jesus with love and compassion for other people. And her love was constant in my life, a constant influence. And she can love others like that. And you think, how can people love people like that? Because she's been filled with Jesus for most of her life ever since she was a child. The love of Jesus has just flowed from her constantly throughout my life. And I've witnessed her hugging and loving on people. And before she left the hospital, Kristen came in to see her. And Mama gave her a big old Mama Tuck hug and said, I love you. And I thought, how many times does a nurse experience that? Hardly any. Very rarely, if any at all. And that meant the world to Kristen. And it did to me and Martha, too, as we saw it. And Kristen hugged her back and said, I love you, too. And she meant it. God has worked through my mom's hugs and loving words for years to bring people to him 
through his son, Jesus Christ. And she's been known all these years as Love and Action's official hugger. Because people can tell you he's been hugged by mama, that nobody gives a better hug. And God showed me that he is still totally in control, and his goodness is still flowing through my mother. She's always loved Jesus and people, and no disease can take that from her. No pain can take that from her. That's the goodness of God. Right in the midst of the most trying time we go through, because it was trying, it was tough, seeing my mama hurt like that, and then especially when she came out of being under anesthesia after procedure, uh, man, that was not pleasant at all. And it hurt to see her like that. But even in all of that, I saw the goodness of God. I experienced the goodness of God. It encouraged me. It uplifted me. And while, yeah, it still hurt, it was so uplifting and so encouraging. And God kept me going. God kept Martha going. God kept Mama striving forward, even though she didn't quite under, she didn't understand what was going on. But that's the goodness of God. And I want to encourage you this morning. If you're going through something this morning, maybe it's a personal thing you're going through. Maybe it's with a loved one like Martha and I have been going through with my mom. Be encouraged that God's with you right in the midst of it. And he wants to love you, encourage you, and uplift you, and show you his awesome power, his awesome might right in the midst of everything. You know, I don't believe God made that kidney stone to form in my my mom's kidney. But what he did is he took that horrible situation, and he made a lot of good come out of it. She was in the hospital for two days, and we got to take her home, been taking care of her ever since. And and I thank God for my family. Uh, I've got such a wonderful family, and uh, my nephew, Kobe, and his wife, Starla, have just been especially been such a blessing to us, helping us with everything. And my sister, she's been helping take care of my mom, has been taking care of my mom so well. And so we just have a wonderful family. I want to thank God for that. But God will show you his goodness, and you can experience it and make it through those tough times. Without God, this past week, I would have been a basket case, (laughs) just to put it simply. But with God, I was able to grow, too, because one thing, if you ever dealt with dementia patients or or a loved one who has it, the fruit of the Spirit called patience, (laughs) that gets put to the test. Because you're going to hear the same questions over and over and over again as soon as you answer it. And you got to be patient. You got to just act like it's the first time you've heard that question. And things just really works on your patience. And that's one fruit of the Spirit that I've grown in a lot over the years. But, you know, God was showing me that you still got room. You got more growth you need to do. And, man, he just started pouring in that fruit of the Spirit. He started strengthening that. And I tell you. I love my God. He is so awesome. He is so good. And the goodness of God, if you've never experienced it, you haven't experienced anything yet. <laughs> you got to experience the goodness of God. Because he is so good, even in the midst of the most trying times. The Bible is filled with so many scriptures that talks about the goodness of God. And I, I just want to share a handful of them. Let's spend some time in the Old Testament this morning. Let's start at 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, I love that. His steadfast love endures forever. His love never stops. It stays strong and it keeps growing. It keeps going and going and going. Endures forever. Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 through 7. This is when Moses is meeting with God on the mountain. And we read, The Lord 
The Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. That is good. (laughs) That's the goodness of God right there. He abounds, overflows with steadfast love and faithfulness. And his steadfast love goes out to us all. And he forgives our iniquity and transgressions and sins, our disobedience to him. He forgives through his son, Jesus Christ. He brought us that opportunity to come back to him and experience this in full measure. Psalms, just love Psalms. You know, when I was in my mom's room, you know, we stayed with her 24-7 and I had had the Bible there. And I, I said, Mama, how about if I read some scripture to you? She said, that'd be great. And I just started reading out of Psalms. And each one I read, she said, that's my favorite one. (laughs) And I have to agree with her. They're all my favorite ones, too. But the book of Psalms is just a wonderful book to turn to for praise and for uh, worship and for just getting that comfort that you need. Of course, all of God's Word is, but Psalms is really special. In Psalms 27, verse 13, we read, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's easy to lose heart out here in this world, isn't it? So much bad going on. You see it in the headlines every day. You see it on the news every day. So much is going on, and it's easy to lose heart and say, why do we even try anymore? But when we know that we'll see the goodness of God in the land of the living, we know we're going to see him move in the midst of trying times. We're going to see his light shine through the darkness then we won't lose heart. Our faith will grow, and we'll grow closer to God. He promises that if we draw close to him, he draws close to us. So as we draw closer to him, it gets better and better and better. Psalm chapter 34, verse 8. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Taste and see if the Lord is good. You know, if you have not tried this relationship with Jesus, you know, I'm not talking about a religion I'm talking about a relationship with Jesus Christ, and that's what he wants. That's what Adam and Eve had with God in the garden, a relationship. And then sin, disobedience is what sin is. Disobedience to God separated men and women from God. But God already had the plan, and he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross to pay the price for our sins, for our disobedience. And then on the third day, he raised Jesus back to life to give all who believe in Jesus, eternal life, and bridge that gap, bring us back into a relationship with the Father. One-on-one, he he loves us all the same, and we get that one-on-one relationship with him. And I want to encourage you this morning, if you haven't tried to see how much Jesus loves you, you haven't tasted and see the Lord is good, try I guarantee if you will say, you know what, I'm going to stop trying things my way. I'm going to turn to Jesus, and I'm going to ask him to forgive me, to come into my life, be my Lord and Savior and start living for him, you're going to see life change. I'm not saying you're never going to go through anything bad because I just shared what happened this past week in my life. Things happen. Life happens. But when we got Jesus, we can make it through those times so much better. And we can come out of those times saying, God, thank you. You really showed me your goodness as I went through that. And you really taught me a lot of things as I went through that. So we can be thankful in the midst of the storm, and we can be thankful when he brings us through the storm, and we'll see that he is good, and I guarantee you that you will. Psalm chapter 107, verses 8 through 9, 
Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. A hungry soul. I remember before I came to Christ, I knew I was missing something. There was a hole in my heart, but only Jesus could fill that. And so when I turned to him, he did. And he's been filling me more and more with his love ever since. And living for Jesus, there's there's nothing like it. Nothing is as good as following Jesus Christ. And again, if you haven't given your life to him, oh, I just encourage you, do. And see how much he loves you. And see, right here and now, we can have life. And then we'll have eternal life with him. Because if we don't, then judgment in hell is eternity. Of course, hell's going to get dumped into the lake of fire. So it, it, And that's for all eternity. And nobody wants that. It's our choice. Choose Jesus. Choose life. And have eternal life with him. Psalm 105, verse 9. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. God's created the heavens and the earth and all that's within it, and he shows us mercy. He shows us mercy, and I, I pray for mercy. Be merciful on me. Be merciful on, on my loved ones. Pray for mercy because God, he, he enjoys being merciful because he is merciful. Psalms 136, verses 1 through 3. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. And then same chapter 136 of Psalms, verses 23 through 26 It is he who remembered us in our low estate, for his steadfast love endures forever, and rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. He who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. I encourage you to read Psalms 136. Every verse, all 26, ends with his steadfast love endures forever. God is driving home that message. I love you. I love you. And my love for you endures forever. And his arms are wide open to each one of us. And he's ready to take us in. And if you haven't experienced his steadfast love, turn to him today. Oh, his love, I can't even describe. And I'm a, I'm a word guy, being a journalist for 22 years, an editor for most of that time. But I can't put it into words to properly describe God's love for us. It's incredible. It's indescribable. It's awesome. you got to experience it to truly understand how awesome his love is. And it endures forever. And the last scripture we'll look at this morning, Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. Have you taken refuge in God through his son, Jesus Christ? You can. You can truly experience the goodness of God in your life at all times, really, because God, his love endures forever, as we've been reading, and his goodness never changes. He is good. He is beyond good, way beyond awesome. 
and you can give him your life today and experience his salvation, his forgiveness, his love, his grace, his mercy, his goodness. I want to encourage you to do that today. How? By just talking to him, saying, God, I need you. I'm a sinner, and I need to be saved. Jesus, forgive me. I turn from my sins. I repent. I turn to you and ask you to come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I confess you as Lord, and I believe you died and rose again on the third day, and you live forevermore, and you're coming back. And I want to be ready. Save me, Lord, and help me to live for you every day. Fill me with your spirit. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. I love you. Pray to him something like that. He meets you right where you're at. He understands. And just turn your life to him and just start following him. Find a good church that teaches discipleship. In other words, teaches the Bible to people, teaches us how to live this life for Jesus. You can contact me at Love and Action. I'd love to give you some next steps. You can call 334-494-4995. That's 334-494-4995. You can email me at ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com. Ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com. We teach a lot of discipleship here, too. would love to give you some next steps, give you some opportunities to join us and to learn more about how to live this life for Jesus because he loves you. Just tell somebody, tell another believer who can help you live this life for Jesus because we want to encourage one another. We want to uplift one another. The world beats everybody up. We need to uplift one another. And as we end today, I want to share a course. I'm not going to sing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just scared some people there, but <laughs> not going to sing. But I want to share a course from a song that is so powerful. And it's a very popular, very well-known song. But if you haven't heard it, I encourage you to check out, look it up on YouTube, Google it. But it's a song by Bethel Music, and it's called Goodness of God. And I often tear up as I sing it because I think about how good God has been and is to me. And many of you know what I'm talking about. When you just start thinking about the goodness of God, tears start flowing. Tears of joy because God is so, so good. Well, the words of the chorus are these. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. It's a wonderful song. I encourage you to listen to it and just let God minister to you through that song. But as I sing that song and as I think about the goodness of God, I do know that his mercy never fails me, never has, never will. All my days I have been held in his hands and that verse really gets me when I think about the creator of heaven, the earth, the whole universe, created everything that is within all of, all of creation, loves me that much that he holds me in his hands. You know, he holds you too. Think about that. And yes, I will always sing and speak of the goodness of my God for as long as I have breath in this body. Then I'll go to heaven 
to be with him for eternity and sing and speak of his goodness forever and ever and ever, unending. That's awesome. (laughs) We serve an awesome God. He loves you. He loves us all. So I encourage you this morning, give your life to Jesus and experience his goodness now and for all eternity. And if you are a believer this morning, tell others about Jesus. Tell them how good this God we serve is. And if you're going through something, be encouraged. God's with you. Look for his goodness. See it. Praise him. Thank him. And let him do that work in you that only he can do. We are out of time this morning, but I want to say thank you for joining me this morning. And I pray that the Lord just pours out his love in even greater measure on each of you this week. And remember, as you go through this coming week, whether it's a good week or a bad week, remember that Jesus loves you and he's with you. And I pray, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.